What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Stoltman podcast. Today is the day we've been talking about it for a long time. Really happy Simon Gabriel have set up the podcast station. We're good to go, so bear with us if we're pretty rubbish. Hopefully won't be. Um, I'm delighted to announce our first guest. It seemed quite an obvious choice for us, especially in this current climate. <laughs> you didn't have to travel far. The main man... <laughs> And he's still on the clock. He's still getting paid for that. That's the dream, isn't that's it? That's the dream. Yeah, dreams. thanks for having me. Our youngest sibling, Harry. The Hurricane. Stoltman. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Welcome. I got the Hurricane in betting, lads. Love it. And hopefully one day Tom will be able to say Hurricane properly. Hurricane. I doubt it, though. Yeah. So we're going to have a chat with you, obviously. Mm-hmm. We've known you since birth. <laughs> I think we have. Um, <laughs> You've changed a lot. So, but there's obviously, between um, you and Harry, uh, sorry, you and Tom, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, you're the closest sibling to Tom. Yeah, a year and a half. 11 years difference between us, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll be quite interesting to talk about. Oh, no, about. here comes the story. No, I think it's just an interesting one. You know, growing up with Tom. Very interesting. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, let's just get into it. So, yeah. um, in all seriousness, you know, growing up with Tom, mm-hmm. when Tom got diagnosed with autism at a young age, mm. that probably affected you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, I don't really remember much about like yeah. when he was diagnosed. It was more kind of later on in life is when I kind of understood what it was and what autism was. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it was kind of hard to get your head around, especially when Tom was younger. Mm. Um, but it's obviously he's come come a long way from when you would say 11, 11 years old. That was mm. when I kind of remembered it. <laughs> we were doing the WWE, turn it into real wrestling. Uh, Tom always took it way too far. It was yeah. On the trampoline outside the, in the garden, Tom would just use me as a as a, as a, a wrestling me, help, doll. Help me in life, and then what I'm to you and football, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you broke my thumb. No comment. Tom broke Harry's thumb. Did did what kishi, was the wrestling move that you did? The Rikishi bomb. The Rikishi bomb, yeah. Yeah, or bomb, whatever. You know, you, he's a big guy that rubs his button to people. I uh, ran with the button, slammed him, and missed his. Paul <laughs> missed him and hit his thumb. Yeah. Doing, I was doing the thumbs up and he landed on it. <laughs> Not with his bum, mind you. And he's been trying to put his bum on your finger ever since. <laughs> Gee, oh, that was, yeah. That's that was good. how it started. I'm but, still getting bullied, guys. I sounded like you were bullying Harry. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Ah, but I didn't know I didn't I thought wrestling was real when I was younger. <laughs> I know. Even Lewis Kirk can back that one up. I think Lewis can vouch for that. Yeah. How to- how rough Tom was. But <laughs> did did you ever notice it? Because like, we haven't chatted about this. No, not um, really, no. Like growing up, um, obviously me going away and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um you were the youngest one. So mm-hmm. how, how was that growing up for you? Did you feel mm-hmm. that? I didn't feel like the youngest. No. Um, especially like going out to the shops and stuff. It was obviously Tom didn't like that environment. Yeah. And that's when he not acted up, but he just couldn't, couldn't handle it mm-hmm. or couldn't mm-hmm. cope with it. Uh-huh. Um, it'd be mum taking, taking us out. Cause obviously dad would be away working. You'd be away working. Um, Nick and Jody would be away. Uh-huh. And, it would just be too too much stimulus for him, I think. Yeah. And that's that's when I was like, oh, this is there's something different, you know. Like, why why is he acting that way, and I'm not acting that way? That's that's kind of how I right. first 
uh-huh. first kind of felt like there was there's something different um but again you're just a kid you know you don't really you don't think much too much of it mm. um did, did you feel more of a responsibility then to mm. look after tom yeah to that's yeah. yeah so i didn't um i didn't feel like the younger brother i was more like the the older brother yeah. like older than tom and i felt like that uh-huh. ever since yeah. ever since i was born basically yeah. but i do uh, remember i do remember mum saying that when she had me she was like i was brought got brought into this life to kind of look after him that's what she always said to me yeah um it was kind of not as carer but just to to guide him you know Mm. That's why I'm so successful now, boys. Eh? <laughs> just, just, just a reason behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But how did that make you feel, then, Tom? You know, as like Harry saying that he felt more of a, you know, a carer, or he was more. Because remember, brother. remember, like you used to go to football, football training and <laughs> stuff. But I, uh, you couldn't go yourself, so I had to, I had to come with you. And I hated football. I yeah. got, <laughs> I didn't like it I at all. Go and go. It was just like the rest. Yeah. I made you do everything. It was funny. I don't really remember much of the childhood obviously with autism it's a nightmare but um, I remember fighting and I remember doing I could only do stuff with other people like I said like I always yeah. could only do stuff with mum could only do stuff if somebody else was there or stuff you've done before uh, like you're used to even, yeah. even football that I loved you know I couldn't go there myself which was hard because I, I loved playing football I had to drag obviously I couldn't drag uh, Luke or, yeah. or turn under Tens or under twelve would have been frustrating for you because uh, so you obviously loved it and obsessed with it. So I tried to tarry over. Yeah, well, the best thing about him, he had his Rangers strip on the full Rangers. And then uh, he <laughs> went to football with me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, he hated it. And but for me, it didn't feel like he hated it because he came along and was playing with it. No. So for me, it was just like, oh, my Harry must love football, so mm. I kept him going. He must like wrestling. I kept doing it with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't ever say like, no, I didn't. I just did it because yeah. they obviously I seen so, how obsessed you were with yeah. it. So that's why, yeah, yeah so it was good. But then, <laughs> and on a flip side then, did you ever feel that, you know, you had to sacrifice your own time then, back then, mm. maybe you didn't feel like that because you were younger, but, you know, uh, yeah. Tom's friends then were your friends, or, you know, did that hold you back? I didn't see that as a bad no. thing. Like, no. no. Um, we both or held me back at all, because, mm-hmm. like, you're getting outside, you're playing yeah. food, but I still enjoy playing it, I just, my heart wasn't in it yeah. like Tom's was, like and Tom's, then, yeah. like... All the friends from school, like Tom's and mine, we yeah. all just kind of like mixed, didn't we? Yeah, like, we, we all mixed every, parties everywhere. Yeah, just, they we would all always be at the house, mm. so we all kind of just got close together. So, and did, did you see like, you know, how you were with with obviously you and Tom had the same group of friends, kind of. Mm-hmm. So was it a different dynamic with you and the friends, or you know, were you different um, with them, or you know, was it much and such the same? No, nah, because there was for a good while, like they obviously didn't know. Tom had autism. Yeah. Um, but they kind of, I think they might have known, I don't know, they might have known, but yeah. I'm pretty sure mum spoke to them or spoke to their parents and then I do remember when they they did know, yeah. like, it was obviously, it was, there was no change at all in how they, they acted, no, but at least so. they understood, like, why. Because yeah, me jumping around and being hyper all the time. Yeah, time. like, why you didn't like certain noises and stuff uh-huh. or... That's what I remember. It's like the, the balloon, balloon noise. noise yeah. Oh, yeah. Still to this day. Aye, or like, you know, when you get in the car, the, the wet feet on the mat. Oh, yeah. That was oh, one. I keep remembering. It was in the shower as well. You don't like getting his hair washed. Do you remember that? Like the, the um, noise when you 
Honestly, squeaky noise on the air. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's just I remember Tom singing in the shower all the time. Oh. Like, proper singing. Well, yeah. Leona Lewis. Well, yeah. I was trying to have my privacy then, and everyone was spying on me. Oh, yeah. Jody, Jody touched it on video. And I stopped singing for the rest of my life after that. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you stopped singing. Just sing football songs. No. So then, obviously, Tom, massive uh, football fan. I was by this time I was probably training in the gym and stuff, and then with you growing up, mm-hmm. you know your interest seemed to be more into. Remember, you had the motorbike, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just being outside, outside and doing yeah. like mountain bike and stuff like that. Um, whereas Tom's was all sport, yeah. like only sport, didn't matter what kind of sport mm. it was. Yeah, because I got you into tennis at one point. I got mm. you into tennis. Football. I enjoyed tennis and like uh, badminton and that. That was good. I got you into that. That was good. Cool. Yeah. We played for ages. <laughs> Outside on the tarmac. Hey, yeah. You used to play it with us, Luke, as well. Yeah, I remember like, I wimbled in one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. We had a plank of wood in the, the driveway, didn't we? Yeah, that was the net. Wasn't yeah, it? that was the net. I remember <laughs> that, yeah. I, had to, I remember going up to like DW Sports and having to buy the tennis rackets. I think. Oh, 120 quid. Oh, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> oh. I wanted to have Rafa Nadal's ones. That's what I wanted to do. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you let Roger Federer the one-handed backhand. Yeah. It was... Uh, Obsessed with it. Oh. That was good. I, I, and then uh-huh. I remember... You got a motorbike or a, a scramble or something one time. Aye, like you a one, two, your, five. I broke my leg broke on it. your leg, aye. Yeah, that was, aye, that was uh, annoying. <laughs> that was the first time you went out in it as well, was it? Uh, one of the first one times, of the first yeah. Times. One of the first times going out with uh, a couple of my mates. Uh-huh. And I think it was just just not used to it and then slipped on the ice. Oh. Broke it. I had to be in a full leg cast for I don't know how long. Jeez. So annoyed. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, like, after... A few weeks, I could uh, I could walk on the cast, so like, I didn't need the crutches, but I had this full full leg cast, like hobbling along. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get into this later on how you are now. But does that leg ever have have bother with you to showers or no? Mm. A wee bit and like nerve kind of pain. It I get it, like, but right. it's it was more when I'm when I was like working offshore and that, like in my safety boots and stuff. Yeah. If you're on your on your uh, legs for for a long time or on your feet rather yeah um, then it starts flaring up but it's not like <laughs> no it doesn't give me too much no that's good problems and and see see back then like I, I, I noticed it in Tom Tom had an ability to almost take to sports very mm-hmm. well you know football he was really good at any any sports did you ever have any inclination or any thinking that Tom was going to become you know what he is now the world's strongest man. I thought he was going to become a footballer. footballer like, yeah. and he could have quite easily done that. Mm. Um, he had had all the the right kind of aspects of yeah. of that. Um, and if he if he wanted to do it, I'm sure he could have. Uh, but obviously, you took him into the gym, and mm. then that created a new path for him, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> I he is now. Yeah, world's strongest man. So, so it was actually you that. That's that's you have to. We have to thank you for that, or, or hate me for it. I don't know. Like we, we created a monster. It made me fat. I made me have a beard. I couldn't grow any hairs till I was about twenty-seven years old. And now look at me. How old are you now? I don't think I can take the credit for you having a beard, Tom. Probably being fat, yeah. Okay, I think you eating out all the time. That's a beard. Just beard struggle can get the credit for yeah. your beard. Where was I twenty minutes ago at home eating my chicken and rice? Oh, heavy, heavy in the beer. restaurant. Anyway, this podcast is about Harry. Just a reminder. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as you saw, you know, Tom maybe coming into the gym with me. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, I was maybe investing quite a lot of time in, into Tom and I was probably the other our other family members were. Did mm-hmm. you ever have a feeling of being left out? Did you ever, um, or were nah. you kind of, you nah, know? I never, I never felt like that. Yeah, um, it was, just wasn't in, in me to be like jealous or anything like mm-hmm. that. And there was no, no reason to be jealous. Like, because I obviously understood, like, Tom needed a little bit more kind of, attention yeah and that didn't didn't affect me at all or didn't mm. bother me at all you weren't even really interested in the gym but no anyway or that's kind of we were no i was sick, like i remember obviously um luke took tom in when he was i think 16 yeah obviously you can train in the leisure center the local leisure center when you turn 16 you can go into the weight room yeah and that's when you brought tom in wasn't it yeah um yeah you were too young anyway to yeah so i was i was 14 and a bit oh and I wasn't really interested in that. And then I seen you guys training, and then that kind of sparked my interest a wee bit. Mm-hmm. And then at sixteen, I started training, but it was like off and on. It wasn't yeah. quite what as as obsessed as as it was Tom's was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yourself. Yeah, um, I think came down to watch Luke as well compete uh-huh. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was yeah. Oh, you've always yeah. It's been I've good to have to you get to every single one of them. Yeah. But then obviously you're working away it's, mm-hmm. it's not as easy um, so then so 16 you started training you mm-hmm. a bit more sporadically mm-hmm. in your training than like Tom yeah. yourself you know that yeah. was obviously that obsessiveness I think came quite easily to mm-hmm. Tom you know yeah. the way way your head works I guess just spoke, just spoke this, like yeah yeah it's, it helps you a lot doesn't it you know? and at that time as well I, I just like training because I was training with you guys like yeah. used to it was quite a a kind of closed community in the, yeah. the leisure centre, on that it? it was. Yeah, it was good. Um, everyone kind of supporting each other. Yeah, the Zeds days back in the Myron bra. Yeah, oh, yeah. everyone in stringers and off her heads and pre workout. <laughs> sniffing the original, the original. Uh, what was it? Getting back the old jeez. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, the good old days, you know. So, but then when when you started training. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think by this time I was competing probably mm-hmm. um, in strongman you and did, stuff. You did Highlands, Highlands. and then Scotland's. Yeah, I did the deadlift. The deadlift one. Yeah. Just some of you ones. Yeah. Guys. And then Tom, Tom was kind of going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Did he you was ever, insanely strong. Yeah. Did, did you ever think that that was a possibility for yourself then? Not uh, at that time. No, 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 I wasn't even like, I was interested and kind of, I wanted to see, learn more about it, but I wasn't, yeah. I was like, no, I can't. I can't be like that. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be as strong as that. I just didn't, didn't think I could do it. You know. Um, mm. But obviously, after years of training and it kind of changes, mm. changes your way of thinking. So back then, when you didn't think that you could be like that, was that like more of a mindset thing? You were telling yourself that you can't be like that. Is that like a a thing like a self doubt thing almost? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because obviously with the genetics, you know, it's apparent. It's so mm. apparent to everyone. I I just seen how obsessed Tom was and mm. you were, and I was training and I was like, I, I'm not. I don't feel as obsessed as it as, yeah. as you guys were. Yeah, and that's obviously probably where the the seed got planted for um, self doubt. Maybe yes, yeah, yeah. And then is is that kind of maybe getting a bit deep here? But that that self doubt is that kind of 
been part of your I know speaking from my own personal experience I had a lot of self-doubt mm. up until probably you know this year when we started speaking to the psychologist mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. stuff so you know that self-doubt can then also take over at different aspects of mm-hmm. your life as well so yeah if you let it it can, yeah. it can you can lose control of yeah, it yeah um but at that age it was more like confidence yeah. probably and then it obviously goes into self-doubt and yeah like, oh, I'm I'm not gonna I'll, I'll never kind of do anything like like that with the gym you know yeah and I just kind of left it at that I didn't really didn't really tackle why why I was feeling uh-huh. that way you just you just forget about it mm. um, I think you forget about it but it's still there subconsciously oh yeah, it's, yeah, always, yeah. it's always it's always there in the back of your mind isn't it? yeah, yeah. But at that age, you don't really know anything, do nah. you? Because like, said Luke was 10 years older than you. I'm mm-hmm. still a year and a half. A year and a half still a big difference. So yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm 17, you're only 15 and a half mm-hmm. and still... And even back then, like, it was totally different than it is now. Like, yeah. everyone, like, you're... Everyone wants to talk about, like, how they're feeling and stuff now, and it's that's the best way of doing it. Yeah. And I feel yes. it's gone in the right direction. But, but even yeah. back then, like, 11, 12 years ago, it mm-hmm. wasn't quite like that, you mm-hmm. know? Um it was totally different. Yeah, there's um, nothing like that. Back no, then. like no. obviously you're speaking to the psychologist. There's nothing like that. No, back then you know, like for sports and all different, mm-hmm. especially for men anyway. Aye, like, for men. Yeah. For men, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, like yeah, it was really different. Yeah, We've gone in the right direction. Uh-huh. I think. I think that's important as well. So, at that age, you know, it shows that you're experiencing that self doubt and those confidence issues, even though you're a big. You know, sixteen-year-old, six foot plus, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had Tom and myself in the gym with you. And you're still, you know, experiencing that confidence mm-hmm. or the lack of confidence, mm-hmm. and it just shows you that anyone is susceptible to that. Oh, it you know, doesn't I, matter who you are. Yeah, I remember having that when I went into the gym the first time. I was anxious, yeah. you know, yeah. very, and still to the day. You know, when we go in different I gyms, I just had my yeah. head down and yeah. <laughs> didn't look at anyone. Doesn't matter who who you are, you still get affected by it. Yeah. We're all human, yeah. you know. And then, like you say, cut kind of to now is completely different. You have mm-hmm. to, you know, work in it, and mm-hmm. as you said, you know, talking about it, and even bringing up that that we're talking about just now. You know, mm-hmm. it's I think it's quite important for people to realise yeah. that it's it's out there, but it's okay because it is quite a natural thing to feel. Yeah, you know, walking into a gym when all these alpha mm-hmm. men are there, yeah. you're going to feel intimidated. It's Nine just, out of ten times, th- those are the ones that are wanting to help you. You know, yeah, but. Big Obviously, they're not going to the gym it's to just, chat and to... It's just getting past the first barrier. Yeah. Like when we are in the gym now, people trying to walk up to you and they're like, well, oh, you are big guys. Like, what they say, what were they going to do to us? But then once you first get that conversation... <laughs> Friendly. Then boom, yeah. it's, it's easy then, isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. They always judge a book by their cover. That's what everyone does. Yeah. It? Mm. yeah. But it's, it's interesting to think. Mm. So then that was, you know, 16, 17, you're getting into the gym, you're mm-hmm. doing a bit of training, mm-hmm. and obviously... Um, work life then. That's when it started. Yeah, you know, um, starts following in the big brother's foot, <laughs> the big big brother's footsteps. <laughs> I was about seventeen, almost eighteen. That's when I first like started working, kind of in the oil and gas. Yeah, doing all different things, mm-hmm. and then working offshore and stuff. That's where it kind of snowballed. Yeah. Um, what was your first trip offshore? Uh, it was doing abseiling and like rope access. Did a lot of work in like shipyards and stuff before that, uh-huh. and then went offshore. I think I was painting on the ropes or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, a that was a culture shock a going wild. from like hardly leaving the highlands to huh. going offshore with a bunch of 
Different people. <laughs> North Sea Tigers, you yeah. know. <laughs> Just a young 18, 18 year old, you know. Mm. Not You'd know what to do. That kind of job as well, you probably have to mature quite quickly and yeah. get out your comfort zone. There's not really yeah. a choice, really, is there? Yeah. You have to meet new people and yeah, you've got to, you can't hide away from things like that. Like kind. offshore and that, people that worked off there understand that like you go in the tea shack and you you got to speak to people and mm. you got to kind of like just have a conversation with them. You don't, you don't want to be the one sat in the corner. If not, you'll be, it'll be a long two, three, oh, yeah. so miserable three weeks or whatever. Especially with what I, I was doing with rope access. It's like you're in squads of three or four, you know. Dangling from <laughs> 50 million foot heights, <laughs> getting sent pictures. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Stuff that. And how did, because we all know like Tom hates heights. Uh, you know, Tom's like yeah. petrified of going <laughs> two steps and a step ladder. So like then for you to be able to do that, to that street, I remember seeing you offshore one time when you're at the top of a, a bloody Derek. <laughs> but you, you were spinning around and doing these tricks somewhere like, upside down. Yeah. <laughs> but did you always feel confident in doing that, or did you? No, I remember my first first job doing rope access. I was bricking it. I remember the first drop I did, um, level three kind of. He came down with me and made sure everyone was all right. And yeah. I was just going down really slowly, like that. <laughs> <laughs> but after I did the first one, that was it. Like. Yeah. I, Got over it pretty quickly, right? Yeah. And now it doesn't bother me at all. You can't be scared doing stuff with that anyway. That's no. how mistakes happen, isn't it? Yeah, it's your job, you know. You have got to be professional about it, and you have to have that confidence in the your level three who yeah. looks after you, sets yeah. up the ropes and everything. And confidence in yourself, in your equipment. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, the equipment's not going to fail. It's human error. Jesus. So then, and, and doing that as well. Obviously, that's like the job I did offshore wasn't manual, but that's a bit more manual. Mm. You know? Uh, labour intensive, you have ah, to like physical up kinda, and down all yeah. the time. You have all to, hours, days, just doing that. Just like yeah. industrial climbing, you know, it's mm. like you're you're using your body. Yeah, um, kind of eight hours of the day, you know. And then, did you manage to obviously being offshore? You know, you're getting fed three times a day, mm -hmm. but then there was still a gym there for you. Did you mm -hmm. manage to kind of stick with the training? Was mm -hmm. that okay? I kept things like ticking over. Uh -huh. It wasn't, you know, obviously, yeah. it's not the easiest um, training after shift, and sometimes you're just too nattered to do it. But mm. um, I still tried to keep it going and kept it ticking over because it was just, I just enjoyed it. You know, it was yeah. something to, to kind of focus on, and you're not doing anything else after shift. Yeah, the climbing would help you if I went work out anyway. You know, mm -hmm. you're using your whole body. Good and cardio. <laughs> get you lost, I lost a lot of weight. Remember, you were shredded, though. You remember yeah. coming back, six pack and stuff. Oh, yeah. Guys, Harry's going back offshore as of Monday. Not too fat <laughs> here. Tom and I got, yeah. and we got big guts, and then Harry's coming back with six pack. Power bellies, yeah. Cell. No matter how much I ate, I'd still be losing weight. Yeah. And I guess, was there any other guys like your height or your weight kind of doing it? Can't mm. Few and far between. Ah, there wasn't many. Like no, no there wasn't. Um, no like I was I was pushing the weight limit. Yeah. No one's stupid enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Seen that big Zaki, Zaki Malusi. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's just. Oh my. He's Watch him. He's going to get shredded now. Uh, Zach, if you're watching this, I don't think you're going to get shredded. I mean, lay off that tuna pasta, mate. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Blended. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah. So you did that. So that was like your job then for how many years? About, uh, so about like seven years. Seven yeah. years, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's very intense, you know, hard going. Mm -hmm. um, and again, speaking from example, from my own experience, you know, your personal life, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's hard to to deal with that as hard well. Balance it. Balance it. it having yeah. that, 
did you struggle with that? Like, you know, friendships, relationships, partners, mm-hmm. you whatever. Miss, you miss a lot. Mm. Um, you definitely, you have to sacrifice, like, loads of different things, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, relationships and, like, family, uh-huh. family get-togethers, even just, like, social things. Yeah. You you know yourself, you've missed so many different different things, even mm. Christmases, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes you work over Christmas, New Year. It's tough. Yeah. And those are the things... And then you kind of say to yourself, oh, is it worth it, you know, for mm-hmm. the money and stuff? Yeah. Know, it's money, but... Yeah, it's... Family is probably... It's definitely, like, you get kind of blinded by it sometimes because mm-hmm. you're getting paid all this good money and you can have nice things. Yeah. And, and it's, you're used to it then. You get into such a yeah, routine, you're, you're like... Duck. You're not stuck, but you're mm-hmm. comfortable with it's it. It's your life, mm-hmm. isn't it? Really? Yeah. I, I remember going through a stage when I was when I was younger, in my 20s, um, you know, getting paid reasonable money and stuff, mm-hmm. and... I'm becoming almost materialistic, you know, yeah. looking for designer clothes, watches, yeah. whatever. Um, did, did you ever feel like that? or mm, want, Not with, like, clothes and that, but, no. like, obviously, like, you're wanting a nice car and, you know, mm. like, stuff for your house, mm, mm. big TV and, yeah. like, watches. I like watches, but, yeah, um, I, you do. You just end up buying or wasting your money on, like, pointless stuff, you know, yeah. that yeah. literally just clutters your house or... Yeah, just you just never use it. You maybe use it once and that's it. Yeah. Or wear it once. It's, uh... Do you think, like, working offshore, what, like, there's a lot of negatives, obviously, you know, working away and all right. the rest of it. But, like, now you're not working offshore, obviously, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. What benefits have you taken, if any, from your time? You know, that seven years you spent working offshore in the oil industry. Like, my comp- the main one is my confidence uh-huh. is... Like, I remember going into it, just not being able to, like, go into a room and speak to people uh-huh. and finding it very hard to, to make conversation. Yeah. Um, whereas now, I'd I'd speak to anyone. Yeah. Like, it's different with cameras. Like, speaking in front of a camera is a lot, lot trickier than, mm. obviously, speaking face-to-face. It's totally different. Yeah. And I feel I, I can speak to anyone yeah. about anything for just chatting shit, you know, yeah. it's, um, yes. <laughs> well, I think I've noticed that. I don't know if you have as well, Tom, but even, um, last week, you know, when the, the our t-shirt manufacturer came up, mm-hmm. um, I had something on in the morning. So I'd ask you, mm-hmm. um, to go and pick him up. And it's nice for me now. I know you can handle that kind of situation yeah. where yeah, it may yeah. be before. It would be totally like, I'd be freaking out about yeah. it. Um, even when people come in now, you see, you see his boss. I'm like, oh, I hear him talking. I'm like, geez, I'll leave him to it. <laughs> You're never in anyway. So. <laughs> but when I am in, that one time, I'll get one time. Yeah. Like, there's him, he's got him sussed. And I hear the door slammed. I'm like, oh. That's part of this business, though. Anyway, you've got to engage with people yeah. and you've got to sell yourself. Like, that's one of the, the first people, or the first person that people usually see is, is yeah. me yeah. come in that office at the front. Yeah, um, yeah make a good first impression. It'll be professional, yeah. yeah good, good impressions. Being able to network with people as well, I think that's. But come see our uh, room of merchandise. You know what yeah. would you like to hear? Yeah. You know, just Thank God, your... Tom's not in the front. <laughs> <laughs> you're happy. Oh my God, we wouldn't sell anything. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> what are you putting on an accent? Hey, looky, looky. No, I'm just. Like We're not in a market. Tom. Oh, Tom's like with a big parka jacket on. <laughs> I've got spicy t-shirt tears. Hello, chicken guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! Oh, Tommy, you just stick to 
Being the pretty face. The pretty face. <laughs> aye, with the bearded face. Yeah. But I think, yeah, but like, yeah, that's what I noticed. Like, Networking off, and stuff. Offshore, you know, you meet that many people and you have to, like you say, mm-hmm. when you're in a tea shack. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very, there's like lots of different personalities and stuff, oh, yeah. isn't there? So yeah. there's like loud guys, there's quiet guys, there's, you know. All, few, like all different ones, like all. From um, different walks of life. Even if you don't like them, you kind of have to be like, mm-hmm. hey, put a smile on your face. I get on with pretty on much it. everyone. Yeah. But you have to I learn to be able to get, do, do yeah. that, don't you? Because yeah. if, if you were taking offence to a lot of stuff, <laughs> you wouldn't love it. You wouldn't have a very good trip. You wouldn't last no. anywhere in the world if you did that. No. And I think that's a good life lesson as well. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, learning to deal with different people mm-hmm. than coming into this world, whatever this world is, we we are all in. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, you can take that, what you've learned in, in that industry and, mm-hmm. and it is very cutthroat in that industry, I think. It's, oh, yeah, for sure. You have to have a thick skin and, you know... Thankfully, I think we all do. We all got the big thick layer of skin. You're just a little bit thicker than. <laughs> oh, no, thicker skin. Oh, he did. Oh, he saved himself there. No, oh, <laughs> you're the oh, thick boy. Boy, <laughs> don't Tom, like this. Thicc. Tom, no, they're thick. Like that. Thick. thick. Saved yourself there, boy. Saved you. So then, obviously, um, so confidence is one of them, um, and then you got all the others like the skills you learn yeah. doing the job. That I was doing mm. kind of it's just handy skills to yeah to use you know um you may not be climbing every day but you can kind of incorporate yeah it's like stuff like safety and like risk assessments and all that yeah. you know like because yeah, you know all about that for the gym and stuff and you look <laughs> Harry's, Harry's freaking about being in the podcast there's cables all over here he's like cable management people I know <laughs> it's like all the signs you see in the gyms Harry they'd uh, probably be aye. in jail shut down about oh. a year ago if yeah. it wasn't for you I know but I think on another note as well Harry's by far the brains the, the handyman of uh, <laughs> off us like I can't put a shelf up I don't know about you I can give it a good go. I mean, there'd be a massive hole, a hole in the wall. I try. You know, I try. I help with these tables. You know, so uh. <laughs> I wouldn't say help. I came in and took the black bits off. And you, <laughs> you, took right. the, uh, took oh. the, you took the caps off. So, right. Well done. Yeah, like, and ruined the caps. Well, okay, you try. Yeah, okay. So, you, but Harry's a real handy man. You're the so trier. Harry's the doer. Me and Luke would sit here and go mental at it, and Harry comes in and does it easy. You know, so. I, I would do it. I'd be able to do it, but... Uh, seven I'd, hours later. Big sweaty mess. I'd, I'd just be dying. <laughs> I'm so I'm annoyed. frustrated, mm. and, yeah. And the thing would be broken. Yeah. So I think that's that's one, like, I've noticed, you know, you're you're really good at doing yeah, that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. 10 G-Racks up in 10 minutes, whereas we take about 10 mm-hmm. hours to do one. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> those things that are, you know, are very valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, even, like, putting this stuff up in the wall, that was, mm-hmm. that was you that did that. Mm-hmm. Tom and I would be... Yeah, it wouldn't be the I best. I think I get it from TV. not just being offshore, but from dad as well. Yeah, he's quite nasty. He's, he's very nasty, and yeah. he'll be able to do like anything, or he'll figure out how to do something. Yeah, and it might not be like conventional. Yeah, conventional yeah. way of doing it. I'm good at digging. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at yeah. digging. <laughs> Tom's got a really big hole that he's kept digging. When Tom was younger. He got told he could dig for China, and uh, he's been trying to dig ever oh, since. We all believed that. Yeah. Harry was Australia. When I was Australia, young, yeah. when I was like, Harry got like the saws and stuff. I got this to the potatoes with Dad <laughs> digging the potatoes. Remember? I did, we did. We did that. I think as well. Ah, we all did it. Yeah. You got to do the saws and all. I wasn't allowed to touch them when I was younger. You just didn't want to. You that's, had a ball in your hand. Ah, that's still to this day. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to use the saws. Just remember that. <laughs> just in case you're too valuable to get injured. Just oh, is that well? That's what it is. Yeah, be nice to. <laughs> so, 
so we cover your childhood, then your working career, obviously, mm-hmm. working offshore. Benefits of it. Um, yeah. and, and at that time, um, you had a... How old was Oakley when... Were you still working? You are still working. I'm still offshore now, yeah. Oakley. So, you know, that's a, a big thing, you know, to have a child. Yeah. I, I've never experienced yeah. that. So, you know, you had him. And then you had to go back out to work and mm-hmm. how was that then missing him you know did you miss him a lot yeah you know? like before having Oakley I was obviously in a relationship yeah. um, and it was obviously hard yeah but it was kind of needs must you did it for a reason yeah um, but then having Oakley was like probably the best thing that's ever happened you know yeah um, and still is yeah and then it made it a million times harder uh-huh. like on, on, almost like crying because yeah. you're missing him that much, you know. Um, and that definitely like s- started something in my my mind. And I was like, I need to either find find another way of making money yeah. or just do something else, you know, get away from this because mm-hmm. I can't can't do it anymore. Yeah. And that def- yeah, definitely having having him changed my mindset. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's probably, again, I, I can't speak from, or Tom and I can't speak from our experience, but having that, you know, your your child, you know, you, I guess, you know, <clears throat> being brought up the way you've been brought up, or we've all been brought up, you know, mm-hmm. family is so important to mm-hmm. us. Family orientated. Very family orientated. And, you know, that's great that you've come to that decision rather than mm-hmm. chase the money, the money yeah. aspect of be it. Unhappy. Because you'd be away for like three, four weeks at yeah. a time. And especially for newborn, a toddler, that's mm. a long time. Mm. Like the, the they start forgetting who you are, and whatnot, mm. but it's yeah, like it's cry when it makes them. A bit, it makes it harder for them, yeah. not just you, but them as well. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. They're wondering, like, who's this guy? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you can see now how much Oakley is attached to you now, mm-hmm. since you've even to all of us now. You know, yeah. even like. To be a bit, you know, oh, you go yeah. in, I can go in the house. He'd start <laughs> snapping things with sharks. He goes, yeah, yeah, it's played, played yeah. Oh. yeah, he's much happier. You're much yeah. happier, and he's he's definitely a boys' boy. Like he's, he just wants to hang out with the the, the guys, you know. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's <laughs> you know, good. wrestling the ass. <laughs> so you know, he's a he's a very good addition. He's a troublemaker. That's what he's going to be. Oh yeah, he's so cheeky. Oh. I love it though. Yeah, it's good. That's yeah. how little boys should be. Yeah, though. you know. It's yeah, he wouldn't ever ever stop that. Have a bit of gumption about him mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, you, chat to dad and everything. Yeah. That's the best way. <laughs> so that was good. So you had Oakley. Mm-hmm. You then realise, you know, maybe the offshore life. Not quite for me. <laughs> not for not for you. Um, yeah, and you know, re- relationship. Your unfortunately, your marriage. You know, didn't broke, end very well. Didn't yeah. end well, and yeah. Um, you know, that's life though, you know. That it's, happens, yeah. Um, yeah, shit happens. Yeah, it, yeah. and, and if you take two steps back to get a step forward, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, you know, so it was almost a year ago it all happened mm-hmm. and everything yeah. kicked off and yeah. obviously, you know, your mindset, your headspace was, was you know, affected as... Oh, big time. You like, know. at the start of the year, yeah. like, if if we did a podcast at the start of the year, it would be, wouldn't be the most interesting. Just yeah. be in silence yeah. <laughs> um, it wouldn't I really depressed mm-hmm. and really just in, not, not in a good good place yeah um, and of, I obviously moved out of that that house um, mm. 
and moved up with you and Kushi. Mm. And that was that really helped, like being around you guys. Mm-hmm. And then you got dad across the road, and yeah. it, it was, uh, it would have been totally different if I didn't have everyone, you know? Yeah. And they, they gave, gave me gave me space, um, but at the same time, like, still checking up on me and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the best way of doing it. After you go through something like that, mm. you don't want everyone being like, oh, are you okay? And, like, constantly at you. Yeah. You just want to deal with it yourself. <laughs> Come I'm, to terms with it. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I... I I can't imagine, you know, going through that, and and this isn't a dig at anyone. This isn't a dig. No, at your it's just my. It's just my. It's. I'm just explaining yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, without going into any details yeah. or anything, there's no point. It's, no, definitely not. Um, we're all over that, and it's done. Yeah, everyone's moved on. Everyone's, you know, we're all happy now, mm-hmm. and everyone's, you know, living their their best life, so to yeah. speak. But and going through that, then, you know, I remember. Was for you coming in to stay with Kush and I, but then we all, you know, we started going out doing cold water. Mm-hmm. That's when I first started it. Like, yeah. Um, I think it was in just at the start of January, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did my first one in oh, Loch Morlick. Yeah. First one and being in Loch Morlick, like oh. one of the coldest bits of water around here. <laughs> like. Then your budgies smugglers and as well. budgies and Luke's budgies. Ah. <laughs> I didn't own a pair at the time. <laughs> I, I washed them. Don't worry. Dug a <laughs> hole and that was it. Yeah. There you go. Yep, and you can see you can see Harry's first time. I think it was a, we did a YouTube video where we cut right. the holes and stuff. Yeah, we axed the holes yeah. and then went. There's a few people there as well. I want to see YouTube. I think that, that's what was nice about it at that time was there was a lot of people there. Yeah. The support, the morale was amazing. Yeah. I was just happy and living the yeah. life. You know, it's yeah. Even though it was um, obviously uh, lockdown, um, yeah. that that was all, that was not a the best time as well to go through mm. go through a divorce. And, yeah. Like obviously, because you can't, you can't go outside. You can't meet up with people. Yeah. Um, but do nothing. Yeah, you couldn't really do anything. But then slot yourself away in a room and have to think about things. Yes, yeah. hard. Enough. But we found out we could go swimming mm. and do the cold water therapy, and that like totally changed my mental health. You know, oh. like after after getting in, in the water, and then you coming out, it's like night and day difference. Oh. I really, really, I can't vouch for it enough. Mm. Everyone should try it. Mm. So that's a, a positive, obviously, coming out of, you know, going through that. It's, you know, we, we was talking about it, like coping mechanisms and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, and that was one of your coping mechanisms at the time, you know. And the gym as well. And the gym, yeah. Never. That's one thing. Didn't matter how kind of bad I felt. I never mm. stopped going to the gym and never, never stopped training. And it was probably a couple of months before finding out that everything that was going on oh. that's when i am i insane to to my ex at the time i want to kind of take the training a bit more serious yeah remember like telling you uh-huh. that i want to kind of think about the strongman stuff a bit more and i made that decision and i've stuck to it you know mm-hmm. and it's more prominent than ever yeah uh kind of the the fuel for it is is very much there. Mm-hmm. Well, you can think we can see that. Yeah, gym's like, it's a good a gym's addiction, but it's a good addiction. You know, like well, mm-hmm. obviously it helped you get through. Yeah. Helped me with autism. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's changed yeah everyone me, had changed the me. reasons for training. Yeah. Like people always say, you can go for a run, you can do this. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, you can go for a run, but gym just I think hits something different yeah. you know, when you get that. Or even people that 
go for runs or do it does anything it doesn't matter what it is yeah, yeah. as long as you've got that reason behind it yeah, yeah. um like for me at the, the start so keep your properly training yeah it was to help me and that was the one thing that would never leave me as the gym you know mm. and now it starts you you're wanting to do it serious yeah. and get into it and yeah yeah you know you've already stepped it up a point you know you've got yeah. a nutritionist coach so yeah got you can see it all start of the year yeah and they come from like you know, like not that heavy to not putting on like six, seven k, coming More eating donuts, like, and we're eating bananas, and you're like, what's that's happening here? You know. <laughs> Definitely need to do. A, at the start of the year, we did that eating. I was eating the same as you. Yeah. Imagine it now. <laughs> just be normal. You're probably eating more than us now. <laughs> I know. How do you went from having abs to power no, belly? The fat brothers, the three fat brothers sitting around the table. It's all about yeah. the project power belly. <laughs> project power belly. And you're uh, you're working with Dan as well, Dan Hipkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think it was, I don't know, March time or something. Yeah. I I got uh, involved with Dan. Obviously, after he used to, um, it was the natural person to to pick. Because I seen how well he worked with used to, oh. and uh, he kindly um, let me let me come on with him, mm-hmm. uh, get involved with with him, and that was like unbelievable. Yeah. I never quite appreciated um, what it was like having someone to hold you account- accountable. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was a bit of an eye opener. You know, yeah. to, in a good way, in a really good way. Yeah. I think like, that accountability, you know, when you ha- you have to report in, when you have to check mm-hmm. in, um, yeah, you don't want to let them down, do you? You always push a bit harder than you mm-hmm. would. Because like, before right. that as well, like we were training, like every like if if I come home from work, we mm. try and train together. But yeah. you're obviously at a different level, um, and training for different things at yeah. the time. And that program's fit for him, not for yeah. Him. So I can't just copy your program. Yeah, like, it definitely. might work a wee bit, yeah. but it's it's not it's not personal. To then me you, and my well, needs. Then you sign with uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. nutritious. Uh, did you think that yeah. even helped even more? You know, yeah. you could kind of see that food's a massive part. Oh yeah, like helps you with getting. I always know. remember seeing like you guys eating loads, mm. and you don't quite appreciate or take it in uh, how much you actually have to eat. Like yeah. it's unbelievable the amount you have to eat, and I think it was probably like four months ago. I really I was with Nathan mm. um, the first couple of months are like a kind of trial you know your your body's getting used to these these kind of structured structured foods right, yeah. um, and then I think there was one day I was training and like I didn't eat enough that day and I noticed it like really yeah. uh, my strength just went like that dropped right down and I spoke to Nathan I was like I, I know now know how important it is to get your meals in and get proper nutrition. Well, like, uh, that's good. Yeah, and obviously after that, I'd, I've been eating loads, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's just helped my training so much that mm. I can't vouch for yeah. for him and Dan. Good together. Even though Dan looks like a maniac. That's a, that's oh, even more he looks homeless most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even, it's even, sad, even when you look at Nathan, you know, like... Nathan's a Nathan looks like a wizard. An old man. Like, like, Polly Nathan. Right. That's what you like, like that, that's your beard to be like that. He looks like Santa Claus, you know? You're yeah. Like, you're like, this guy knows so much. that's the cool thing about it. But then it. Like, speaking this, to him, you actually, you you realise this this guy's really knowledgeable. I think people in my eyes that look like coaches and that aren't as good as the people that study it, because Dan just wanted to study it and yeah. 
because he's not interested in making he's himself obsessed better, he's obsessed with making someone else better, yeah. which is good, you know. So mm-hmm. sometimes, like people like that, spend too much time trying to look like a coach as opposed to yeah. trying to be a yeah. coach. Dan doesn't care when yeah. he comes up; he's got big, massive holes in his ears. I'm like, <laughs> mate, I, I couldn't take you serious at first, but then you're like, he's strong, dude. Just like, uh, in his, uh, in his Skoda, his. Yeah, he likes to be like you were driving that for a wee bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Racing cars. Best car that I've driven. Rock climbing. And a strong man. Yeah. But I think that... Ballet dancing next, Dan. You know, <laughs> we've all got that tendency to, you know, judge a book by its cover yeah, and stuff. it's and just a natural thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's about the dance artistic as well. And he might have, he must be, you know, he might have been so interested in learning to coach people. He's obsessed with it, isn't he? strong man. That's why he's so good at it, you know, like... Yeah. Like that's the autism helps you. Mm-hmm. I think that bit more than someone else. You go in depth so much. Yeah. That is a superpower, you know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, no, no, it's good. Yeah, you're right. Hundred percent. You've got a superpower. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> 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 um, no. So uh, you, uh, Dan, you've got yeah, anything you've got. You know the gym now. You're you're training full time, almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, smashing it. It's good mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. Um, and that, then, yeah, that was another thing. Like obviously, working offshore, you're you're not getting consistent training, um, and that really kind of affected affected me and my training because I'd be, I'd get maybe two three weeks at home. Mm. You'd train really hard that two three weeks, and you'd see some progress. Then you'd have to go offshore again. Yeah, to waste. Basically. Yeah, and sometimes you'd be in places where you wouldn't. They wouldn't have a gym. You know, mm. you'd be in the middle of nowhere, um, and you couldn't train. Yeah. So you're starting from, excuse me, like <coughs> square square one. You know, mm. um, that that kind of annoyed me. Not annoyed me, but it it, it was disheartening. Yeah, frustration. Yeah, you, you, so that's probably why you couldn't get as serious as you wanted to as well. Yeah, I could. I had other home. Then get good, yeah. Back all the yeah. way back, you know. And then you starting again. Each Just a, it's like home. a vicious circle, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're home, obviously you have a family. You want to spend time with your family, your your wife, your partner, whatever. Jim's there, but it's not in yeah. the first bit of your mind when you yeah. get home, is it? So. Yeah, you just want to spend time with your loved ones, you know. Mm. Um, so that was frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But then I guess you know you've learned maybe the hard way. I guess you know relationship marriage is broken down you've had a kid mm-hmm. Oakley most important thing in your life now you've best, then, the best thing that ever happened best thing that ever happened to you 100% and then you've made that that light bulb moment is like well, mm-hmm. I don't want to work offshore anymore mm-hmm. and then thankfully you know mm-hmm. this place is kind of um, we managed to do the business and everything yeah. and now you're just timed timed in really well um, almost from something Horrible and yeah. something good came out of it, you yeah. know. A lot of good came out of it. Definitely. So for that I'm very thankful for and yeah. obviously you guys giving me the opportunity for that. Like, can't thank you enough. No, you know? we can't thank you enough. It means we don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen so relaxed about merchandise in my life. <laughs> don't get emails like Oh, it's this and this. <laughs> when were you not relaxed? Always relaxed. <laughs> I have my own suppliers is there. Oh, and everything else. So. Next podcast, we're going to do like a Joe Rogan style thing. Yeah. Have like, whatever. Uh, like <laughs> Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah. No, we're not. It's not California, boys. 
it's, yeah. uh, this is our own C- wad here. CBD. CBD, bruh. Um, yeah, so I, that's the thing, you know, no matter what happens in life, you know, you go through your hardships, you go through these adversities that you've gone through this this year or last year, mm-hmm. and now, you know, a year later, you're now running the merchandise side of things for the mm-hmm. business, you're yeah. training full-time, you've got yeah. your own place, mm-hmm. you're getting to see Oakley so much, mm-hmm. physically, yeah. mentally, yeah. everything's going right. Everything's going in the right direction. I think we're both buzzing for you. Yeah. Um, buzzing like a bumblebee. What's your plans for 2022? So just carry on with the, the merch. I want to take, we want to take that to, to new levels. That's going to be mm. a very big focus for myself and for us. Yeah. Uh, training, keep training, training like a beast. Wait, I'll say something, but train like a beast, but don't train too hard. I don't want to feel like it feels like with me. <laughs> well, I think you prove this year that everyone's capable of making mistakes like Glasgow. Yeah, I made it in Glasgow, but Glasgow's Glasgow at the end of the day, you know. Still pumped you. Anyway, Harry, as you were saying, <laughs> Moving sorry, on, yeah. sorry for Tom interrupting you. That's fine. <laughs> so train like a beast. Yes, train. Just be the best dad that I can be. Um, and for for the training, I, I want to kind of maybe look into competing, maybe some like entry-level stuff opens and that. Mm-hmm. Um I would want to get a few of them under my belt just for the confidence yeah. and for the way things things work, you know. Because training, you obviously know yourself. Yeah. Um, training it's your comfort zone. in the yeah in the gym is totally different than competing yeah. in front of people and just the way competitions are run and opens are run. It's totally different, mm. and that's what I want to. I I like being kind of. I like knowing what what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To feel comfortable, and I think yeah, for twenty twenty two, that's the plan. Good. Um, because just because you're where you're at just now doesn't mean I'm going to jump straight into no, Scotland's strongest man, world's strongest man. Like it doesn't work like that, you know. No. Twenty twenty four. Let's be real about this. Yeah. Um, Stoltman brothers on the podium. Um, no, well, we've taken ten years. You know, yeah. I think it's yeah. You've been doing this now. People don't understand yeah. that. Um. Some people just come in and you're world's strongest man, Europe's strongest man, yeah. you know, and they're like, they don't understand what it took to get there. Yeah. No, There's behind so, so much. No, mm. no, unless you go to the gym and you've done competitions before, you know how much work needs to be put oh. into that. Um, so this is not just a quick thing for yeah. me. This is, this is a full time. Enjoy the process and just see yeah. what happens. That's what to be honest, it's not, uh, it's not about the... The destination it is the journey, you know. It's Ooh, deep like that. Oof, oof, suck like that. I think that's a good. I think maybe next year then, if we do like a wee gym tour around the UK, we get you to come along. Mm-hmm. And then training in different environments that's yeah. what I found helped me as well. Yeah, meeting different people, training with different people, mm-hmm. that builds up your confidence. I think I'm always learning as well. Like yeah. so much to to learn in this this kind of world, you know. And none of us know everything. It's just about being open, open-minded. So, I'll teach you everything except at the stones. I'm gonna beat you at the stones. Easy. That's my. Don't care what I win as long as I beat your record yeah. at the stones. Maybe, maybe get Martins Lucius to give you a hand. <laughs> so I'm not as strong as man. Imagine this, <laughs> so right? In in five years' time, <laughs> people come back to watch this podcast. Harry's the the owner, the CEO, whatever of. 
the merchandise company, same start, same size as Jim Shark. You're the new Ben Francis. Yeah. Um, you're cutting around and whatever you want to drive. Probably driving a forklift. Probably <laughs> parking t-shirts. No one's wrong. giving you a forklift license, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but that one in the corner. That but that's the vision. Though, we've all it? got big dreams yeah. for this, and look how far we've come yeah. from last year. You know. Yeah. It's it's just going to be tenfold a year from now. Five years time, we'll both be retired from Stroman and let Harry do the rest. Five years, just you know, I mean, like next you know, year, I'll look glad to get done. <laughs> I'm old, man. Well, you can see. Look at that grey hairs, the silver pox. What's up, girls? Um, sorry, <laughs> I mean, Cushy. Sorry, cut. Uh, cut sorry, Cush. Um So yeah, it's been awesome chatting to you. I think. You know, we've learned a little bit more about you as well, mm-hmm. which is which is really nice. We don't do this as much as we should. Tom and I both extremely proud of you for yeah, this sure. year. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing to see your progression. You know, yeah, you moved in with Kush and I, and we saw you in your your worst mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. But now I think this is just the start of your best days, and Absolutely, I can't yeah. wait for yeah for your journey. You know, mm-hmm. to to come to a point where you're just smashing everything mm-hmm. and. We will do everything we can to make that happen. <laughs> everything, everything. So, thank you very much for being the first guest on the podcast. How does it feel to make history? Feels pretty good. Yeah. Good man. Good man. <laughs> this is our legacy, boys. <laughs> Let the legacy continue. To be continued. Anyway, guys, that's our first podcast done. Thank you again to Harry for mm-hmm. giving up his time. Thanks for having me. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We will be doing this quite regularly, I think. I think it's been fun. Hopefully next year we can get some good big names on it, you know. <laughs> I'm like Harry, sorry. <laughs> That's what you said. No. I thought I should... I'll see myself <laughs> out. Hopefully uh. <laughs> we can get some big names on it. All right, I thought you should... Oh, good, good, good people. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Yeah, COVID times. I'm only joking. Jeez, anyway. Calm down. Jeez. <laughs> well, right. uh, you know, these two are very soft right now, huh? Right, cut it there. And just a quick one. Um, the podcast um, is sponsored by StoughtonBrothers.com, uh, which is our merchandise site, so it only was a, uh, appropriate for Harry to come on, who runs uh, the store and stuff. So leave your legacy. Thank you for watching. Stay mm-hmm. tuned for the next one. Have an awesome day. Big love. Stay safe, smile, and stay spicy. And don't ever stop ringing that little bell. <laughs> ling, 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 ling.